Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ranger Country. Welcome back. Brad and I are here in the home studio once again for season three, episode three, four? Episode four, episode John. Episode four it is, Brad. Yeah. So we're going to have a short one today. We're here after school, after a staff meeting. What do you got on the docket for today, my friend? Well, John, we're talking about Forest Hills uh, Central Athletics. We're going to talk about... We haven't broken down homecoming. Uh, that seems like a little bit of old news, but we want to make sure we also talk a little bit about that for those the folks out there. Um, community updates, ranger recommendations, a, a staff shout out, five days until the Gridiron Growler game. So we're going to just quickly go through kind of who's playing. We won't do a complete in-depth, but we'll go through who's playing and kind of a, a rundown of what that game looks like. And so we've got a lot of a lot of things to talk about because it's been a while. Yeah, it has been a minute, Brad, yes. It's been since uh, late September. We skipped October. We did. And that's not out of neglect. That's out of the fact that I don't think we've had a spare hour between the two of us that happens at the same time. No, it's been a really busy year. Um, obviously, we've got the podcast studio is just really humming now because we've mm -hmm. got the Central Scoop in here. We've got the Sports Report in here. We've got the We're Not Responding podcast. And then you and I are coaches and fathers and you know teachers. And so we've just got a lot going on. Apologies, anybody, if you can tell that my voice is a little scratchy and weird because it's also that time of year where I've just got a little bit of a tickle in the back of my throat, but uh, we're going to push through. So Absolutely. So I want to kick off uh, right away and just thank everybody who's provided some feedback uh, about the Ada Cascade Bugle. I've uh, been very excited. We're, we're going to be sending out our third edition here the week before Thanksgiving, so that should hit... Um, your mailboxes, we sent out 1,500 the first week to limited uh, postal routes, and then we sent out 2,500, and then this coming uh, edition, we should be sending out 3,000 editions. So we're growing each time. The goal is to cover um, all of Ranger Country and Ada Cascade and get it to the point where the readership is, is about once a month. We did two editions in October, and we're going to do one a month now subsequently. There's tons happening in October in, 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 true. Our, in our community. Very, very true. So <clears throat> we did a special edition uh, late October, but uh, we're also, and, and I'm putting this out there, we can't do it alone. Um, you know, John, you've graciously volunteered to write a column. Lisa Penninga is writing a, a, a book review column. I've got uh, FHC Sports Report, Central Trend, and contributors that are helping out. So it's, it's a total team effort, but uh, we are looking for sponsors and advertisers. If you're interested, reach out to me, Anderson at fhps.net. We can't do it without those sponsors and advertisers the ranger zone our very own uh new school store which opened we haven't talked about it no here. we have not they yet. are one of our number one sponsors uh the youth wrestling youth basketball um and then a couple of local um uh, shops and vendors are, are helping us but we need more in order to make this a uh, a regular item so ada cascade bugle check it out and uh, it's a fun read but um if we uh, take a look at just a quick recap of fhc homecoming thoughts on the ranger rumble john the Ranger Rumble was great, Brad. That was, you know, that great community environment. We got to bring all of the elementary schools in, the middle school, the high school. Everybody got together. We had all the cool traditional elements like the band playing, and we got to see the, the pie-eating contest. It was absolutely perfect, and it was all that we needed. Yeah, it was, and it fits within an hour, and, and the elementary school principals um, like, like David Lyon and Nathan Peltz um, and, and Melanie uh, are, are fantastic principals they're so on board and then you've got john haga uh at and jeff simon at central middle school and amy, Bur amy burton major at central woodlands and they're on board with what we're trying to do here and of course john DeStefano and and steve and, and christy uh help organize along with the bus garage and so 
we got those kids in and out in an hour. 3,000 kids, close to what, five or, you know, probably 300 staff members yep. and um, all the different various things. And so it was a great show. I think if there's, there was a couple of kids sitting in the audience to go, hey, I want to be in the drum line or oh, I want to be sure. on the dance team or I want to be on the football team or the soccer team or whatever. It's a great advertisement for your high school programs and it gets buy-in. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, like, when I was coming up through here, the the only interaction I had with the high school was when Dave Mills brought down Jake Langman, who'd taken third place in the state, down to my elementary school. I still remember shaking their hands at my it was like the biggest deal. So I can't imagine coming up to the high school, your front row, all that action. What an exciting time and uh, just a great show for Forest Hill Central. You know, I wonder there's I think there's probably a lot of young parents out there that don't think about getting their kids up to the high school for sporting events and and, and things like that. Obviously, the Ranger Rumble happens during the school day, right. but I, I'm betting that uh, there's a lot of kids who are just waiting to have that moment like you had, you know, going out to the volleyball game that's taking place tomorrow or the football game right. that's on Friday or a basketball game or a wrestling tournament. Those are going to be core memories that they're going to look back on might possibly shape their future you know, endeavors at the high school absolutely i mean that's one of the reasons i became a wrestler is is that and and i know for some of my friends that's why they be they became a member in the band or you know, because the band came down to the elementary school or there's a teacher cadet student in their classroom and they look up to him and they play field hockey so now i'm gonna it, yeah you just never know what interactions and what re relationships are going to be shaped by these various um, activities and it weaves us together it weaves us together in these layers uh, that create bonds of, of, of friendship and tradition. And it's so great to see all the teachers. I love seeing the teachers from the elementary school because a lot of them are moms or, or, or alumni parents. And they get to, they, they want to be here for those things. So um, really great to see so many faces. Um, speaking of the Ranger Rumble, I got to give a big shout out to all the different uh Piding contest. We had Beckett Kreider from CMS, Nathaniel Geschwin, ninth grader, Chase Collar, a tenth grader, Quinlan Sutherland, the returning champ from last year, uh, Michael Campbell, Topher Beckering, and Landon Cook, who are the senior representatives. We always let the seniors get a few more in there oh, because yeah. they're more willing to get the pie in their faces and they're a little bit, uh, they want to get in there. Andrew Belsito, FHC staff, CMS staff, Bill Alexander, Melissa Jager from Ada, Brandon Greer, legend, wore a cape. Uh, from Pine Ridge, Taylor Clegg from Thornapple, and then uh, Landon Veniclasa was the student representative for Central Woodlands. And taking the championship this year was uh, FHC Wrestling's own 165-pounder, Landon Cook. Uh, and it came down between Topher Beckering and Quinlan and Michael, and then Landon just edged him out by a little bit. So congrats, Landon, on your championship. Your name gets etched into the uh, traditional pie plate uh, uh, trophy, but it, it, was, it was quite a... Quite a quite a competition. It was. It was a spectacle, to be sure. I, my favorite part of it, obviously, the, the victory and the, the intensity of the battle was cool. But uh, you, like you said, Brandon Greer showed up in a cape, and he had a big pumpkin shirt on. And he you tried to give him the, the poncho that they wear yeah. to keep it clean. He pushed that off. He's like, no, no, this is my, this is this is my warrior well, outfit. So I think next year, to take it to the next level, I think each contestant needs to have – they need to have a shirt that says, you know, pumpkin pie – contest contestant i can't believe i didn't have a t-shirt for them like i'm the t-shirt guy and then the other thing is is saying it here on air we're going to have a student division and a teacher division Ooh. so the teacher division will have its own championship champion and the student division will have its own champion so we'll have two champions crowned um and that way like bill alexander's been in it two years or three years now and i know that 
two of the last three years, he would have been a teacher champion. And then Brandon Greer was pretty darn close this year and Belcito. So like, we want to have that aspect to keep the teachers coming back to have an opportunity to win those. Um, court this year, court was uh, Paris Gooch, uh, Kyle Fryer, Emma Costello, Gavin Kai, Ali Beaumont, Travis Bolt, Katya Burjawi, uh, Ian Mahoney, Lucy McLean, and um, Crandall Quinn. And what a great group. It was a really good group of kids. Um, got to take their pictures beforehand for the court, and then I uh, got to get them out there and get them situated, getting into the Jeeps and stuff, and wave uh, as they passed me by. I was, I was, Your Jeep was in the parade. Yep, I volunteered to drive in the parade, but then at the last minute, um, Steve LeBenz was like, ah, nobody asked me to drive in the parade this year. And I said, you know what? You can drive my Jeep, and I'll do some tailgating while you do that. That sounds like a great time, <laughs> yeah, that's Steve. That's great, and I did. I saw you throwing uh, cornhole bags I, yeah, uh, I certainly during was. that exact time, so thank you, Steve. Uh, and, and thank you to everybody out there that made the parade and the tailgate what we envisioned it. And when we started this podcast, I believe my opening monologue was about that day and it's back. I mean, it was just, there was thousands of people. It was I, I can honestly say thousands of people and the parade was well attended. It was huge. There isn't a bigger, uh, homecoming parade in the state of Michigan or high school parade in the state of Michigan. I, there can't be. No, it was crazy too. Cause we were towards the beginning of the parade route and the, uh, the amount of candy that the kids ended up with was insane. I, I think the the high schoolers might need to pace themselves a little bit better with their candy distribution. Unbelievable. But it is unbelievable. My kids coming back with half a grocery bag full I, of candy. I know, and my kids were some of them. And then uh, the tailgate was really special. Wood TV eight came out and did a piece on it. And uh, you know, we had we had thirty different uh, venues or organizations that were represented. We had seven food trucks. It was just uh, it was. It was Cascade Ada residents, Forest Hills residents, just having a good, good, clean fun on a Friday night. And then, best part is, we got to watch a homecoming victory. Yeah. I mean, an absolute rout of uh, GR Christian. And, uh, you know, um, uh, Noah Funk, GR Christian, he's a Cascade resident, did a great job. He's their quarterback. He had he had a really great effort. I want to give a shout-out to him. But uh, just Ranger offense, defense, special teams was too much for GR Christian. And uh, we were able to uh, – put it on him yeah I did have to acknowledge that Noah doesn't just throw cornhole bags well he did he dropped some dimes out there on the field and yes, he had a pretty I think their best play of the day was a run by him he yes. scrambled and picked Probably up about 40, 20 yards, yards or yeah, yeah. something but uh but yeah our, our and, and and that kind of leads me into um you know talking a little bit about um Ranger football I guess we can kind of skip ahead to that because I think the what's on the tip of everybody's tongues right now is Ranger football if you're you know, grabbing coffee at the coffee place in town or you're out to eat, you're going to talk about Ranger football. And it's, it's so heartwarming. I went down to the elementary schools and I'm standing there and I got my Ranger football hat because it was a Friday and most of the area dads and some of the moms, obviously they know the players' names, they know their numbers, you know, Hey, 33, how about that Raymond Cargill, 55, Crandall Quinn. And like, I get the chills when I think about these, these parents in the community that they don't have kids on the team. They, their kids are years away, oh, yeah. but they've watched enough Ranger football. They've read about it. They've watched it, and they know the team, and they know the roster. Yep. And, the, you know, Brady Drugi, number 24. Man, what a, what a great job uh, in the secondary, how, how he's doing, and what, an, what a great interception for – I mean, it's really – It right. is. I've been dragging my friends to a lot of the games this year, and dragging is a strong term because yeah. they wanted to go too. And my wife and my friends, they'll be sitting back there like, oh, Nove, that punt wasn't as – he can definitely kick the ball a lot farther than that. Oh, yeah, we're within Nove's 
range right now. Oh, man, now. Dom yeah. Chapani, he is covering that corner like nobody's business today. Did you see him swat that? I'm like, these are kids in my class. Yeah. This is so cool that these people in the community who have nothing to do with the school other than being community members know the names of yeah. my students and are giving them accolades on their athletics. It's, it's so great. And to see, you know, guys, you know, linemen like Evan Lubin, Joey Wing, and Reese Roskam, and these guys, they, they just have a huge smile on their face in the hallways. Oh, yeah. And these guys are so proud. Of this, it's never okay. So the only other time uh, that okay, so we haven't gotten this far since 2016. I think that was the year we went all the way to uh, we played Livonia Franklin in the state semifinals, and then and I'm and I can't remember if we were undefeated that year or not. We might have been, but I I know that we've only had three undefeated regular seasons in our history. Two of which are on Tim Rogers' watch, mm-hmm. and right now we're we're 11 and 0. We're heading into a Friday night game against East Lansing, but I'm putting the cart before the horse. Mona Shores. Mm-hmm. How great of a game was that? I mean, that was outstanding. And so, I know all those guys and all and that coaching staff, that has been circled on the calendar since last year in October. It's kind of a big deal. It's like the you know, Michigan the has it's the game where Ohio State's in the offing and they don't even see say the name of it. They just call it the, the game. game. Yeah. I think Mona Shores is becoming our the game. Yeah. And it goes back. I mean, I know there's a little bit of animosity, but that that's kind of gone away. And I saw really good sportsmanship on both sides. It was a clean game. Uh, both teams were very respectful of one another. But uh, I mean, man, it went back and forth that first half. And the 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 moment, the story of the season was that goal line stand with like 30 some odd seconds left. We had to hold them for four plays within five within the five yard line uh you know for and 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 raymond cargill nolan hartle all these i mean they were flying through the line oh yeah reckless abandon and they they stuffed mona shores four times in a row and i think that affected mona shores the remainder of the game yeah they weren't the same after no that's 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 a spirit breaker you feel like at that moment in the game you're supposed to score yeah and if you don't, that makes you question everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, it was you know you got you got J T Hartman, Hudkins, um, uh, you know on offense. Osterhaus I think had the Chase game. Chase Robinson of his, had a Chase an interception, Robinson had an intercept, key interception at the end of the game. Osterhaus had the game of his life. I mean, what it? I mean, he was responsible for four running and passing touchdowns. Uh, Mason McDonald got in there. He is a weapon. Um, and obviously, Crandall Quinn's getting his hands up on every play. Reese Roskam is an absolute monster on the line. JT just, Hartman is out there just putting in work, and he's he's not even 100% right now. He had a reception touchdown, which, which was incredible because he's usually, you know, running the ball uh, yeah. on, his, on the power runs. And uh, just – and then Roman Brummel, Roman Brummel. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm clapping my hands here. In the you studio. are Roman Brummel, who's like this really kind, just nice kid in class. He had this touchdown reception, and I brought it up in class today, and he was just beaming ear to ear. Yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about these guys, and uh, it's not only the way they win, um, it's, it's, it's them in the hallways, and, and, uh, and, and their coaching staff. They're our good friends. They're our good friends, you know Tim Rogers, uh, and and, and uh, Tony, you know, Saltini, t- Tony Saltini, Hudkins, Hudkins and... Greg Hudkins, and Hartman, and and Dave Fortino, uh, you know Corp, and th- these guys. I mean Kimball, excuse me, Kimball, and uh, these guys are just outstanding individuals. And uh, uh, Jim Gallery, Jim Gallery is, you know, we go way back uh, to the wrestling Rockford in Northview days, and. This whole staff is so special. Coach Thornton, uh, uh, Coach Halleck is on the sidelines, mm-hmm. and, I, and, and and it's so great to have that calming presence 
and safety yes. <laughs> of Coach Halleck on this. We're, we're the safest sideline in the state of Michigan with Halleck's there. But, uh, yeah, can't say enough good things about our staff and, and another guy, Coach Ebert. You know, I'm thinking of all the coaches right now. But uh, congrats to FHC football. East Lansing, let's go get them. And, and I know that they're knowing, like, after you get that win, you can't have the letdown. You've got to – you really, you know, recover – watch film, stay motivated, and, and keep the, the, the goal in sight. Well, so. Brad, I can tell you for a fact, I know we're winding down on the football conversation, but I've got a lot of the football players in my classes, and they I knew that they wanted that Mona Shores game. Yeah. They were uh, watching film every chance they could get. Nonstop. When they, when they were supposed to be doing work. They were not. <laughs> they were watching film. They were yeah. discussing plays. They were talking about film that they had seen on the other teams. It was right. it was an intensely focused group of guys. Intensely focused, yeah. And so just really pleased to get to see Raymond Cargill on the on the Friday Night Blitz and uh, you know, it, hear him talk. It, it was awesome. So, yeah, congrats. Um, volleyball, another huge uh, volleyball district champs again. Huge game. They get yeah. a game tomorrow. They, I think it's they have a game tomorrow. East and they, Kentwood well, High and they, School. Yep, East Kentwood, I believe. And they play number. They're uh, uh, FHC volleyball is ranked fifth in the state. They're playing Hudsonville, ranked fourth. Whoever wins will likely take on number two, ranked North uh, Forest Hills Northern, Bloomfield Hills Marion's ranked number one, and. Yeah, we're hot right now. This is we're, a we're big like, game tomorrow. We're rolling. We're, we're rolling. People we, need to go to East Kentwood yeah. and support our girls because we got some amazing athletes. Some, I don't want to say freak because that sounds like an insult, but we've got some freaky good athletes on yeah. that team. Yeah. They, they, they're doing like blocks that are superhuman speed. You know, I Avery even... Westlow, Sarah Dunn, uh, Avery Zaschek. Um, you've, you've just got uh, such a great group of young ladies. Uh, Isla Ametovic. Um, you've got, uh, Brooke Bowers and, uh, Mila, uh, Kavara, just a, a great group. And I'm missing somebody, you know, I'm missing students here, but, uh, they're, they're such a great group of young ladies and, uh, easy to root for. Mm -hmm. They play so they're, they're such a, there's no, you know, there's, there's standouts, but they play so together. They play so together, and they're, they're going to get it done. They're going to beat Hudsonville, and they're going to beat North Northern at the right time. And you know what's interesting that the football team and the volleyball volleyball team have in common is that they are uh, they're ridiculously good, and they are also so calm. And they're they're not braggadocious. They're not yeah. arrogant. They are very, you know, Coach, low-key. Coach Rolfsma, uh, you know, her, her, her daughter, Cadence, is in my class. And she, again, she's a great player, and she's so humble. Uh, but Coach and, and, and obviously uh, her, her assistant, Coach Zaschek, they're two very, like, even-keeled. I've watched them in games. Coach Zaschek's, like, sitting back with the clipboard. Uh, and Coach Rolfsma, she's just, like, encouraging and just very positive. So, yeah, it's a great group. It's kind of and, funny, Brad, because I've seen both of us coach, and <laughs> we are not that calming presence <laughs> on the sideline. It's like, uh, what's that movie with uh, Will? Uh, Will? Yeah, like uh, Kicking and Screaming? Will, kicking and Screaming. Yeah, I'm yeah, on the sir. sideline, like, you know, yeah, no. Um, no, they're, they're definitely not like that. Uh, so good luck, volleyball. Cross-country boys and girls, what a big what a big fall for Ranger Athletics. Mm -hmm. Cross-country boys and girls qualify for the state tournament together for the first time in 20 years. Claire James here takes 11th place. She's all-state. 
Um, that girl is a machine. Lo- she does triathlons, I think, too, doesn't she? She does all sorts of endurance competitions. Yep. Yeah. She she's a machine. Straight the, up. The Ludwig uh, uh, the Ludwig uh, duo. You know, they're there running, uh, brother and sister duo, and they're they're out there running their hearts out, and and, and did a great job at uh, Michigan International Speedway in Brooklyn. So, congrats to them. Congrats to Coach Shipper. That's fantastic. What a what a great feather in the cap to to that program, and uh, hopefully they continue. And they've got some. They've got some young talent. I know they have some freshmen in the ranks that are that are excellent runners. So hopefully the uh, the future is looking bright. Boys tennis. Sammy Yin, state runner up, finished team finished third, I believe. I, I, that might the, the finish. I got to double check on that, but I know Sammy Yin uh, was was state runner up. Girls swim and dive is still rolling, and uh, hockey kicked off last week. And you've got uh, Peter Nemers, Eli Lipke, uh, Hayden Tanner, Owen Barber, Colin Wojcinski. Uh, Ryan Sutherland, Michael Hazard, Anthony Ott, Sammy Milak, John Rocco, Benny Milak, Henry Vonk, Nolan Timmer, Drew Wright, Jack Perjinski, uh, Topher Beckering, Harper Vonk, Ethan Regiscaran, Rocco Gonzalez, Gibby Grindel, and Justin Bear are the new members of the uh, Ranger hockey team. So, That's a isn't a, a Milak Benny Milak isn't he a freshman? Yeah, I think so. We so. got fresh from freshmen all the way up to seniors so, on the yeah, team. Yeah, seniors all the way up on the nice. team. So. Um, yeah, good luck to Ranger Hockey. And then just closing out sports, and we're going to kind of go work backwards to where we were, where we were at. Rick Ketcher, uh, assistant coach on the wrestling team. My coach when I was in high school practically, I mean, he's, he's family to me and, and my family. Coach Ketcher was recognized as the regional, state, and Midwest Girls Assistant Coach of the Year. That was this weekend, right? That, that was this that weekend, on. yep. And then in the same night, Dave Mills, my again, two guys that had a – I mean – my dad obviously has been my coach since I was eight years old, seven years old. But these guys, you know, had had an incredible amount of influence on my life. Dave Mills was inducted in the Michigan Wrestling uh, Hall of Fame as well. So what a great night for Forestville Central! I got to see Jake Mills, Joe Mills, Matt Mills, Dee Dee Mills, and. Um, and Nick Ketcher and I hung out, get uh, watching our former coaches uh, get uh, and his dad uh, get um, recognized. So very, very cool and well yeah. deserved. Those guys are legends in Absolutely. their own right. Yeah, legends, legends, and uh, great men, and they've molded so many lives. And I, I can, I'm indebted to them for the for the rest of my life and for how they they affected me. And uh, my dad, those three guys, Rick Ketcher, Dave Mills, my dad, they were the trifecta of coaches back in the day. And and uh, have changed a lot of people's lives. Um, anyhow, we're going, uh, if you want to go back to the top, John, just to kind of work our way back, um, uh, actually go down just a little bit. Yeah, there we go. Uh, community updates. Hey. Yeah. Did you, did you get, get the text? I got my text message. Yes. Yes. We Tell are the, once John. again, the, uh, we are part of the official uh, judging crew of the Ada Chili and, uh, well, the Chili, chili Cook-Off and the Beer, the beer Festival, Festival on Saturday, December 3rd. So I, I, we're going to, you and I, and, and here they, they, they improved it because last year my daughters were in the parade okay. um, for, I think, cheer and then um, and then uh, Girl Scouts. And the parade was at 11 and the chili cook off started at 11. So I was like so conflicted because we had to get our, um, yeah, we our had votes to have our in, by noon, in by noon. Yeah. And by noon. And so I, I like literally I watched my girls walk by and then I was like split into straight the, in there with your muffin tin ready muffin to go tin, which i i brought the big cast iron muffin tin last year i'm going to special order for us the lighter aluminum tin which is a way better deal that sounds like a good idea yeah um we're going to be prepared this year but this year it's 11 to 4 p.m is the 
Chili Cook-Off and Beer Festival. The Santa Parade is 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. So it wraps up at the same time that the festival is Correct. They got it right this year. You know, I think there must have been a little post-COVID disconnect. But, uh, yeah, we're, John and I are terribly honored. Adam Scripps, a uh, good buddy of ours, he is, uh, he's, I think, a judge again and um, – Really looking forward to that. That's one of my favorite days of the year. Oh, yeah. This year, last year I brought my friend Dave Tyler down. He helped me doing a little judging. This year I'm going to try to get Andy Nims down there and just bring some other people from the community in. To, I mean, what a great – it's a tent if full of chili. If you haven't been there, you, ha- you have to come down. There's a band. There is every brewer- brewery in – Michigan is like, I'd say there's like 40 different breweries there. You have a band, you have all these different chili entries. It's, it's like dads and brothers and moms and up to like your gourmet chefs at these different, it's yeah. outstanding. And, and this isn't like, this isn't like a, your, you know, your, your chili festival that takes place at your local church where Gladys has got her crock pot or whatever. This is, some of these people are, are chefs. This is what they they're, do. Yeah, they're doing these extravagant things with the chili, these garnishes and the flavor combinations. It's like, it's it's next level culinary excellence. Yeah. It's not just, it's not your grandpa's chili, and man. So I'm going to give a little tip here. Okay, so a little bit of a tip. The the Santa Parade obviously is for the kids. Now the chili cook-off, you can bring the kids. And I might, my wife and I might do it a little bit different this year because they don't last long at the chili cook-off. No. There's a lot of people you got to be moving back and forth. You're at your table. You're getting up. You're doing this. You're doing that. And your kids lose interest. So, one, if it's a nice day, you're probably okay to be there for a couple of hours with the kids. If it's not a nice day and it's cold, you might want to get grandma, grandpa, or a babysitter, get, get them to the Santa Parade, and then send them to the li- – my kids went to the library last year. Thank God the library was right there. My yeah, wife right. took them over there. Uh, I kept going with the taste testing. But you definitely want to have – something for the kiddos to do and if you know your kids you got to have something for them because right i want to be there the whole time the kids aren't quite as fascinated by chili and beer as the rest of us are (laughs) for some reason i don't know what the deal with that is yeah what the heck kids um but they will be interested with the activities the night before uh as well another one of my favorite things oh yeah is tinsel trolley and treats it's friday december 2nd i believe it starts at 5 p.m in downtown ada i will find myself planted at gravel bottom during that event i guarantee it (laughs) For sure. And and they've done a good job. So like the first year. Wait, didn't we get our picture taken with Santa last year? And we never got it. Yeah, where's our picture? We need to hit them up. We had a great picture on Santa's lap. We did. We year. sat right with there in the sleigh and with so, them. So yeah, we've got to get that we gotta get that picture. Um anyhow, the the first year they did Tinsel Trolling Treats, it was very they were taking trolleys out to like Vitalis and that little area out there, and it was just like it was too widespread and then they started bringing it in bringing it in bringing it in and now and we've got more there now it's too, more so. there so it's perfect and they did something like that uh, for the fall harvest festival mm-hmm. for ada that was cool it was all right there and so i, I highly recommend and here's and if you're going to go down to tinsel trolling treats with your kids bring a backpack bring water bring snacks um, you know, make sure that you've got layer them layered up. Make sure oh, yeah. you have it's going to be chilly. Foot warmers. Make sure you have hand warmers, and because once you're down there, it happens every time. If my kids don't properly prepare, within within 30 minutes, they're cold, they're tired, they're hungry, they want to go home. Even though, if you can get them through that, it's it's a wonderful time. It really is. 
Yeah. yeah so uh, that's on Friday, December 2nd. Then the next day is the Santa Parade, 10 to 11 a.m. Then the Aided Chili and Beer Festival, December 3rd. Of course, all that and is then, made better this year because we have the, the newly installed Ada Social District, right? So that, parents will correct. be able to walk for, around with their adult beverages. Oh, from, my God. From get, Luna or Gravel Bottom or Mud Penny or, or Garage Bar or what have you. Yes, this is, I mean, it just it keeps getting better and better. I and think that's going to have a bigger draw, Brad. I think more 100%. people are going to come down because yeah, of that. Yeah, because you're not bootlegging. You know, you're 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 going downtown. It's uh, it's on the up and up. You can go from place to place. It's going to increase traffic to these different businesses. It's going to be great. I can't wait till all of the official and it might the literature might be out there, but uh, it usually about a, a couple weeks before, and it's only. I mean, that's less than a month away. Yeah, it's coming that's up. That's like three and a half weeks away. So. Um, check out those community updates, uh, milk and bookies at Pine Ridge, uh, elementary school. Mr. Uh, Peltz has put together a real fun night in, 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 uh, clu- in, Does in that involve, cooperation with Mrs. Zietz. Does that involve gambling on sports betting? Why no, is it bookies? I think it's milk. I think it's, it's like milk and book, like books. Milk oh, and book, I'm of disappointed. Cookies, I thought there was a bookie yeah, over there taking John, bets. John, I got, I got 12 I on the Colts. Even, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just picturing all these elementary school kids talking to yeah. a guy with a little leather bound journal. Lions. Yeah, right. Uh, speaking of Lions, how about that victory yesterday over the. Yeah, that was an ugly game, I but cannot we managed emotionally, to pull it off. I cannot emotionally invest. And like my good friend Bill Alexander, like I'll be like, hey, Bill, did you see the game? He's like, I can't, I can't bother watching them because it just, it's, it they disappoint you. So yesterday, um, which leads us to our next segment on the Gridiron Growler, yesterday I had um, a scrimmage. So we're. We're, we had a scrimmage yesterday during the Lions game, and uh, 10 guys came up, and we had a five-versus-five flag football scrimmage. I'm sore today because of it, but it was a lot of fun. So, um, Gridiron, John, I'm going to miss you. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Dude. Michigan game. I, I, know. I you know. My wife bought tickets. I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'll obviously, you should be. Dave, Tyler, and Andy and I will all be at this game together, too. I know. So we're, we'll be there in spirit with you, but we'll be at tailgating so, at Michigan, and it's going to be a blast. So – I'm going to put out the date next year. Please give the date to your wife and to Jackie. Yes. They have to get the date. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm a little sad that you – I get it. I'm excited for you, too, because the next weekend uh, I'm going to a Notre Dame game. Like, so I get it. But I, I'm a little sad that you guys aren't there um, just because you guys make it a great whole event. Anyhow, getting to the event. So here's what's going down this year. This year – or actually, if you're listening to this and you want to come out and watch – we're developing it into not just a bunch of guys um, just kind of going at it. I mean, it's it's been a very organized, very uh, with it game. Like it's it's 9v9. It's on an 80 by 40 field. It's legit. Oh, yeah. Physical there's... collision, semi-tackle football. It's a lot. It's about as violent as the Powder Puff game, to be honest with you. And that is a, an homage to the Powder Puff girls because Absolutely. they, they smash into each other. Fiercest Powder Puff game in the Midwest. And so, anyways, it's a bunch of 35 to – Mostly over 40 I'm pretty sure guys. I got tackled by a 26-year-old Brad, last yeah, year, Brad. We do have a couple of guys, but we've weeded them out. So uh, this year it's going to be played as a vintage American football game, and this is really cool. Um, the Vintage American Football League plays out of Rock Island, Illinois, uh, and it's, it, it's, it's an organization that um, is – it harkens back into the days of the 1910s and the 1920s, and they play in, in, in vintage uniforms. There's a vintage Spalding Mellon vintage American football ball with leather helmets, and, and it's awesome. And I was just instantly taken aback. I'm a history teacher. I love local history. So this year's game will be played in that spirit. It's going to be the Ada Athletic Club. 
versus the Cascade Commanders. All right. And the Ada Athletic Club is going to be in blue, and the Cascade Commanders is in gray and black. And uh, this year's roster for the Ada Athletic Club is yours truly, Brad Anderson, Max Taylor, Keith Van Strat, Jason LaFontaine, Dan Norco, Nick Ketcher, Mike Castillo, Travis Eisen, and Joel Schick. Are, is, so those are, this is a group of guys I haven't played with, really. I haven't played with Nick Ketcher. I haven't played with Mike Castillo. Oh, Adam Gruel and possibly Dane Sexton are also members of the Ada Athletic Club. And yesterday I tried out playing halfback. Oh, really? I played a little halfback. Yeah, I've been center, all-time center. And uh, we didn't have anybody there that wanted to play quarterback, so we rotated. And uh, I played a little quarterback, played halfback. It was it was fun. I, I like touching the ball. It was. Oh, yeah. I've, I've gone eight years, organized this game, never touched the ball offensively. So, um, it oh, was you've never of, had any dumb passes to the center? Or, I've or had one dumb receivers? pass to the center. That's it. One. And I caught it, and I got like three yards, and that was it. So that was a lot of fun. Okay, so Cascade Commanders is uh, Trevor Riley, resident uh, U.S. history teacher here. Trevor Riley, I'm going to tell you right now, so he has a, uh, a brother named Trenton who is also a Cascade Commander, and they were on the line yesterday, and I was center, and you're allowed on a 5v5, it's just one person can rush the, the passer. And uh, Trenton, his brother, had been rushing the entire time, like 10 times in a row he'd been rushing. And then on the 11th time, instead of Trenton coming in, Trevor came in. My eyes are on Trenton. Trevor hit me and put me right on me, my rear end. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm like, dude, I love it. That's fantastic. Little, that's, little that's impressive. He, he knocked me right on my butt. So uh, Noah Coleman. Uh, FHC grad, Stratton Franovic, assistant uh, wrestling coach, Josh Palmer, local dad, Jordan Sicarello, uh, local dad, Andrew Belsito, uh, teacher here in the building, Ian Ripmaster, wrestling dad, Kyle Carhart is a, is a maybe, Michael Moore, longtime wrestling coach. And so those are the And excellent uh, the t-shirt teams. designer, if excellent I'm not mistaken, Excellent t-shirt right? designer. So those are the teams, and uh, we're going to duke it out on the on the, on the the uh, Forest Hills admin field. It's kind of, like I said, it's just kind of we, we get together. And uh, if you want to come check it out, we're going to have a lot of fun. It's a vintage style. The officials are going to be dressed up as 1910 officials, and uh, we play with an old ball. We so Dan's going to be wearing basically what he wore to high school. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, shots fired. Yeah, they wear khakis, white shirt, bow tie. And uh, it's it's going to be great. And I look forward to it. It gives me something to get up for. And, uh, yeah, I'm sore from yesterday, and I'm going to be just right by the time Saturday rolls around. And that's uh, 9 a.m. is when the warm-ups begin. The game begins at 10. And, uh, yeah, come check it out. So, uh, finally, uh, lastly, we have a staff shout-out. I want a staff shout-out to Matt Inman, our head custodian. Oh, yeah. Matt has been really working his tail off. The guy gets about twenty five to 30,000 steps a day. He was incredibly helpful during uh, homecoming. His staff has been just uh, phenomenal. But Matt, he goes above and beyond to make sure like every student activity is top shelf. He's constantly hustling. Um, he, he always wants to know what more he can do to help. And he also, and he'll also get after you too. Like, Hey, you know, Hey, you gotta, you gotta be doing this. Can you be like, he's, he cares about this building. He cares about the kids. He holds the line. I like it. He's in the lunchroom kind of like correcting kids. If they're leaving trash on the tables, he's like, Hey, get, pick that up. Let's go. You know? Yeah. He's and, an educator. Even he's he, an educator. he might not be a teacher in yeah. the building, but he is an educator and a role model. He is teaching these, uh, these young people how to behave respectfully in the school and that, that character development, that's something that we he definitely works, need. And he works hard and he sets the tone for the building and he's, uh, He's he's a he's a good man. He he uh, he's a hunter. He's a he's a dad of uh, of athletes out in Lowell. He's a former Lowell wrestler, which I don't hold against him too much. But uh, the the good old days back in the day. Anyhow, 
Um, Matt's a great guy. Shout out to Matt. Really appreciate you and your whole team and, uh, you know, keep up the great work. And then finally, my, my Ranger recommendation uh, this week is going to be the Ada Chili Cook-Off. Absolutely. We've talked about it at great lengths. If you're listening and you haven't been there, put it on the calendar. I missed it one year. And somebody said, oh, you need to go to it. And I was like, okay, chili cook-off, been to chili cook-offs before. Yeah. Like you said, Gladys in the You're picturing crop. a potluck I, at a church, right? I mean, correct. And 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 um, people told me that. This like, is no, not this that. Is, this is really this is it's a, it's extraordinary. A, yeah, it's it's bigger than I think anything our town does. In fact, um, Brad, you know what we should do to try to drum up some interest? Is, you know, you remember the ice bucket challenge, the ALS ice bucket challenge, how you, yeah. you would do it and then you would call one person out and demand yeah. that they do it? Right. Okay, well, I'm going. And I think that Christy Swayze, I know she's going to hear this. I yeah. think that she needs to be there as well. So well, who would you call I'm out? I'm calling out Joel Schick. I Joel know Joel's going to be listening. Joel, I want you to bring the whole tribe, uh, the whole Schick family. Bring uh, Kickin' Aspenwood with you. Get everybody. That's their neighborhood. They're, yeah, we've got a, such a cool neighborhood. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it out to you, Joel, to be the Pied Piper to get Kickin' Aspenwood. Uh, and I know you probably have like a basketball game or a soccer game in the morning, but Hopefully you can get there and, and we can uh, enjoy a frosty beverage and a tin of uh, chili together. So that's that's my shout out there. My but, mouth uh, is watering now, Brad. I, <laughs> mine too, man. I I, I can't. Uh, I, did you have a, did you have a recommendation? Or are we kind of? No, I I'm a hundred percent lockstep with you. I'm just picturing all the white chicken chilies and the regular chilies and all the gourmet stuff. Yeah. Oh man. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave with this, uh, John, and I hope you don't cut this out of the episode. Uh, I'm gonna leave with this. Tomorrow's election day. We don't bring up politics on here. We don't. But I'm going to say this. Uh, no matter how everything shakes out tomorrow, here's here's the deal. Um, we got to look for the good in others. You say it all the time. And honestly, hearing it from you over and over again, I've adopted this attitude to assume positive intentions. So I want to thank you. And we've got to, and, and, and I we hear it, but we've got to practice it. And here's what I've got to say to the listeners that are still on, because somebody just turned this off, is uh, that take care of your neighbors. Like let's start taking care of our neighbors. Let's look after and make sure our kids classrooms get the help they need. Let's make sure our teams and organizations are getting volunteers extend a hand. Let's be the helpers. Let's be helpers. Let's take the ninth. I want all signs to come down, right? Take down the political signs, take down anything that divides us and put up the, the one flag that matters, the American flag, or don't put anything up at all. And let's get back to the business of caring for our kids, making sure this is such a great community. And uh, let's start having the stuff we agree upon. Chili, beer, tinsel trolley and treats, American football, you know, football, uh, old men, football games, uh, going foaling, let's get back to the business of being a community. And, uh, I, I, I honestly, John, uh, my social media is going off after tomorrow. Uh, I, I, I want to get back to the business of this, of, of helping each other. And if, and if, like you said, kind of a, a, a challenge, if, if a few people out there say to themselves, listen, I'm not going to indulge in the, in the divisiveness. I'm going to extend, extend, instead, extend a hand, go grab a cup of coffee instead of make a Facebook post with somebody that you disagree with. Talk to people that you disagree with instead of, shut them out and let's extend a hand and let's get, let's get together as a community, do right by kids. We're going to disagree on things, but we don't True. have to be disagreeable. True story, Brad. And yeah, thank you for indulging me. Yeah, no problem. I, I would say the same. I, I just, I actually just talked to one of my classes about this recently and I've tried to reiterate this. It, there is a lot of divisiveness. We've got text messages. We've got, you know, campaign signs. We've got commercials. People are, you know, propagandizing and whatnot. 
and I've heard kids getting fired up on both sides, and I'm, that's okay. But I tell them they have to remember that the other side, they're just people. These are people in our community. They might have a different opinion. They might have a different perspective from you, regardless of which side you're on. These are your neighbors. These are your community members. Correct. And you can't dehumanize. You can't demonize. Right. These are just people, and this is just their opinion. So we've got to, like you said, you got to try to extend a hand because people, uh, people catastrophize in their own mind just how bad uh, the people who have a difference of opinion Correct. with them are right now. And that's Correct. just not the case. Well, no I, one I, is interested in ruining. The only thing that's going to ruin this country and our community is pulling farther apart. Correct. Instead of reaching across that aisle and just trying to still be neighbors and good friends yeah. and community members. I have, I have a sincere belief that we're all doing our best, right? Like you talk to people, we're all busy. We're all trying to get our kids to places on time. We're trying to put food on the table and, and, do, and do our best during our workday. Uh, the business owners are trying to take care of their business. The custodians are rolling by right now. You and I are going home to make dinner yep. and, and, you know, whatever. You ball up socks and fold laundry. Like, we're all doing our best. Let's do our best. Let's be kind to others. Let's take down the political rhetoric and uh, extend a hand and, and, and get back to uh, – Get back to the business of solving problems and being good people. So that's Agreed. my that's my two cents. Other than that, uh, uh, do three things for me. Use good judgment. If you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong, it's probably wrong and nothing good happens after midnight. And get your hands on an Ada Cascade Bugle. It'll be coming out in about a week. And uh, please be a reader and, and would love to hear from you. Cascade Bugle. Go get it. Rangers, thank you so much for listening. It's not the longest episode we've ever done, and it's been a while since we posted, so we really appreciate you loyal listeners sticking with us. Spread the word around. Let other people know about our podcast. Go out there and be the change that you want to see in the world, and be good to your neighbors and assume positive intentions. Have a good night, Rangers. Thank you so much.